0: Thank you for joining me for today's BeastWatch News Update. News from the Internet's most comprehensive Bible prophecy news website, beastwatchnews.com. I'm Kimberly Rogers-Brown. It is not yet clear whether China and Iran's election interference will result in the overthrow of the United States and America's way of life. The well of deception continues to deepen and political ties are being revealed that run between the Obama-Biden and the Biden-Harris administrations and China. Iran is included in these ties and probably most, if not all, of the Democratic Party, especially its leadership. I will tell you what China has been up to while all the media in America is preoccupied with the election outcome. But first, let me review a few more items that have come to light about the election in recent days that you may not have heard about. I'm sure you've heard that Bill Barr has thrown President Trump under the bus saying U.S. attorneys and the FBI have yet to uncover election fraud on a wide scale that could have made a difference in the election outcome. President Trump's legal team shot back at Barr saying that the Justice Department had not sufficiently investigated allegations of election irregularities and had failed to interview witnesses who claimed to see illegal behavior. And Lou Dobbs called Barr either a liar or a fool. Barr has supported Trump up to now. We can either conclude that Barr is now paid off by the democratic communist left or that something else is going on. I'll go with the something else until further notice. Here is a perspective of this from NOQ Report, a Christian and conservative news outlet. Author J.D. Rucker writes, We have to understand that the bar for evidence to prove criminal cases is much higher than the bar for civil suits. Criminal cases must demonstrate evidence that proves beyond a reasonable doubt that someone has committed a crime. In civil suits, the bar is a preponderance of evidence to win. The Trump legal team and Sidney Powell are pursuing civil suits, but Trump was hoping the DOJ and FBI would find evidence of crimes. I'm not convinced that Barr has not found evidence of crimes, and I'm not convinced there has been enough time for the DOJ to fully investigate. Rather, I am hoping the DOJ will continue investigating and will find evidence for criminal activity. But Barr was being pressured by the public and the president to make a statement, and so he did. Barr told us what he knows at this point, which is what we don't want to hear at this point, but given enough time to investigate, this could change. Yahoo News reports that Barr spent roughly two and a half hours on White House grounds on Tuesday for what White House and Department of Justice officials previously said was a pre-planned meeting with the White House Chief of Staff Mark Meadows. However, sources told ABC News that once Barr was in the building for meetings, Trump wanted to see him. One source briefed on the meeting described Barr's interaction with the president as intense, but would not elaborate on any additional details about the content of their discussion. White House Press Secretary Kaylee McEnany, in a press briefing on Wednesday afternoon, declined to answer whether the two had spoken since Barr's interview, and also declined to say directly whether Trump still had confidence in Barr. Soon after Barr departed the White House on Tuesday, a DOJ spokesperson sent reporters a statement hitting back at what the official described as inaccurate characterizations by some of the media of Barr's comments. Some media outlets have incorrectly reported that the department has concluded its investigation of election fraud and announced an affirmative finding of no fraud in the election the spokesperson said that is not what the Associated Press reported nor what the Attorney General stated the department will continue to receive and vigorously pursue all specific and credible allegations of fraud as expeditiously as possible The Amistad Project Voter Integrity Project released its findings from its election fraud investigation this week, some of which you may already know, but just in case you've gotten sick of the news and have stopped listening or reading, I will update you. The project claims that as many as 280,000 ballots for the 2020 U.S. election disappeared in Lancaster, Pennsylvania after being transported by truck from New York. The group also said that in Traverse City, Michigan, the Trump campaign mail was put in bins labeled undeliverable bulk business mail, while the same type of mail for Joe Biden was ordered to be delivered on time. The project also has uncovered potential flaws and fraud in ballots and voter registration of several states that have already certified the election results in favor of Biden. Phil Klein, the director of the legal group Thomas More Society's Amistad Project, said the FBI has requested the group's findings. The Amistad Project's findings may be substantial enough for a criminal suit by the DOJ or FBI, but most likely will add to the pile of evidence for the Trump team's civil suits. In other quick election news before getting to China and the Biden-Harris connection to the CCP... Many witnesses who signed affidavits under penalty of perjury have had their testimonies dismissed by judges as inadmissible or not credible. A Dominion voting machine has disappeared. Sydney Powell said on Monday that someone had removed a Dominion Voting System server from a recount center in Fulton County, Georgia. Powell prefaced her comment by saying that the alleged removal of the server took place when her team was seeking a temporary restraining order against the resetting, wiping, or altering of any of the Dominion machines. A district court judge subsequently granted the temporary restraining order on Sunday night. A disappearing Dominion voting machine is not the only problem Powell faces. Her credibility is sliding, and the press is now mocking her because one of her witnesses claims to have seen something strange with the votes counted in Michigan's Edison County, according to the Detroit Free Press. Here's the thing, it says you can't point to Edison County on your Michigan map, and not because it's in the Upper Peninsula, but because there is no Edison County in Michigan, or or anywhere else in any other state of the Union Powell is also being castigated for filing legal cases riddled with typographical errors. For instance, the 104-page suit detailing allegations of fraud in Georgia and the 75-page document focusing on Michigan both contain a series of typos including spelling district incorrectly twice in the Georgia Suits opening line in the Michigan lawsuit the court name is also misspelled in the top line to read Eastern District of Michigan District without the I the documents misspell the name of William Briggs one of uh, Powell's key expert witnesses incorrectly referring to him as Williams Briggs and William Higgs Well, these typos do not necessarily point to bad lawsuits, or a reason to mock Sidney Powell, but to overworked employees rushing to get the lawsuits ready and forgetting to use spell check before printing or putting other eyes on one's work. A more serious allegation about Powell's lawsuits that goes beyond spelling errors comes from the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel report claiming that a Republican candidate for Congress, Derek Van Orden, who lost his election, says his name is being used without permission as a plaintiff in a federal lawsuit to make President Donald Trump the winner of Wisconsin's presidential election he said he learned through social media posts that his name was being used for the lawsuit well these problems are minor difficulties in the realm of court cases and the allegations made on social media which get amplified in the left's media are not being addressed in the conservative media it is difficult to determine what misunderstandings or mistakes underlie Derek Van Orden's claim or if the left media's claim is even true I suspect the public is not being made aware of the real problems facing the Trump team and Sidney Powell however, there is a large and looming problem facing America right now China Let's start with a recent article from American Thinker that reveals a video of Joe Biden asking for help from China to win the U.S. election. There is far more evidence that China is interfering in our election to put Joe Biden in the White House than there ever was that Russia was backing Donald Trump in 2016 or is backing him now. Properly handled, that evidence against Biden and his allies in bed with China should help reelect Trump. During the 2016 campaign, candidate Trump made a joke about asking Russia for help in finding Hillary Clinton's deleted and bleach-bitted emails from her private server, and that was taken as evidence for launching an FBI investigation and subsequent special counsel probe on non-existent collusion with Russia. Yet, back in 2013, Joe Biden, whose son was hauled around on Air Force Two to help him make lucrative deals with foreign powers, including China, openly joked about asking Beijing for help becoming the president. Here is the audio of Biden's joke.
1: You know, uh, we, uh, we made it a time of transition on both sides. Uh, China has a new president and new leaders. I've had the great pleasure and honor of spending uh, a fair amount of time uh, with uh, with President Xi uh, when President uh, Hu and uh, and uh, President Obama thought the two vice presidents could uh, should get to know one another, and we ended up spending about ten days together, five in each of our countries, uh, traveling around, and uh, you get to know someone fairly well. When I congratulated him on his elevation i uh i asked if he could possibly help me um, uh but he, he made no commitment whatsoever but um, but all kidding aside uh, um, we uh, welcome and look forward to uh the uh, uh the uh, transition that's taking place on both sides
0: The full 17-minute video is still on the Obama White House YouTube channel if you want to go and listen to the entire interview. Now, back to American thinker. After three years of pursuing phony Trump-Russia collusion, Dems have legitimized looking into the ties between a presidential candidate and a scary foreign power, and anyone who pays minimal attention can see that Beijing is far more serious threat to the U.S. than Moscow, yet Dems and their media allies continue to pretend that we ought to worry about bad boy Putin, whose country has the GDP of Texas, while China is closing in on or surpassing our national GDP. Perhaps more importantly, Russia struggles to export any manufactured goods and mostly relies on oil and gas to generate hard currency, while China is the workshop of the world and has stolen many industries from the USA. Russia, to be frank, has no chance to become the world's hegemon, while Beijing's leaders openly plot to do so and already have a navy with more vessels than our own and are a serious technology rival in key areas like artificial intelligence the CCP has already started moving beyond Joe Biden and are now focusing on members of the incoming administration of president-elect Joe Biden according to MSN and I don't regard him as president-elect yet, okay? We've seen an uptick, says MSN, which was planned, and we predicted that China would now re-vector their influence campaigns to a new administration, William Evanina of the Director of the National Counterintelligence and Security Center said at the Aspen Institute's Virtual Cyber Summit, He said, we are starting to see that now play across the country to not only folks that are in the new administration, but those who are around those folks in the new administration. Well, Evan Nina writes this article... As if this is something Biden needs to be made aware of. As if Biden isn't cooperating with the CCP's new focus on people around him. Evanina is naive, but the intelligence is accurate. Trump has been effective against China's infiltration efforts, which have caused over 1,000 Chinese intelligence agents to leave the U.S., Biden's administration will open the U.S. to this infiltration again. And I will here submit this is more evidence for my claim that Joe Biden and the CCP colluded together to release COVID to destroy the U.S. economy to bring down Trump so that Biden could win the election. It is obvious, at least to me, that the CCP democratic left have been using the Russia scandal against Trump for the last four years as a distraction to keep Americans from seeing what they're doing, which is getting in bed with the CCP to make themselves into a ruling class in America under communist ideology. And if what I'm saying is true, that means Joe Biden and his Democratic friends have committed genocide. The CCP has no problem committing genocide. But an American legislator seeking the highest office of the land doing so is shocking. And I do not make this allegation lightly. So far... No conservative media outlet has reached the same conclusion, or if they have, no one has dared to publish it. However, American thinker and others, like Trevor Loudon that you will hear in a minute, are putting the puzzle pieces together only in so far as that Biden has wicked ties to China, the likes of which Trump never had to Russia. I have excerpted an anti-communist activist and filmmaker, Trevor Loudon, in two different interviews talking about how the CCP effectively used its many organizations in America to swing the votes in the key states and what's coming if Trump fails to get reelected. Now, Loudon is an expert on Chinese and Russian communism and the effects of communism on citizens of communist countries around the world, and actively monitors CCP organizations that are behind the Democratic Party and social justice organizations in America. Wikipedia says, Traver Loudon is a New Zealand author, speaker, political activist, and blogger. Loudon is the author of three self-published books on U.S. politics and was featured in a 2016 documentary titled Enemies Within. He also writes for the Epoch Times. So let's hear what Loudon has to say. And I will podcast the entirety of both interviews so you can hear everything he has to say beyond these excerpts I'll start with Loudon telling us about himself
2: well what I'm seeing I monitor the left I monitor the communist groups the radical groups I read their papers endlessly day after day after day I understand what they think and what their strategies involve
0: and now here is Trevor explaining about the network of Chinese Communist Party operations in the United States
2: well you have a, a network of pro-Chinese communist parties in this country, Communist Party USA Liberation Road, Freedom Road Socialist Organisation all of them helped with the propaganda over the COVID, the Chinese line was force shutdowns shut down everything all of them were involved in promoting that and also saying how wonderful China was because China is handling it so well so bringing down America, promoting the Chinese line. Then they were all involved in promoting the the massive wave of rioting that took part in this, this country. That was specifically the Freedom Road Socialist Organisation which instigated the rioting and organised it in cities like Milwaukee, Kenosha, Um, cities in Florida, Houston, Dallas, Salt Lake City etc and Liberation Road which is the group behind Black Lives Matter which organised most of the riots and protests in other cities Communist Party USA joined in, other groups joined in but those two pro-Chinese communist groups were the main instigators And and then to top it all off you have the same pro-Chinese communist parties running big voter registration drives in targeted states, the key swing states, signing up hundreds of thousands of low-propensity voters, mainly in the minority um, communities, so they could lift the Democrat vote total enough to either win outright, or lift it up enough, where a little bit of fraud on top wouldn't be noticed. So the Chinese, through their communist networks in this country, were able to promote the COVID propaganda, they were able to burn American cities all across the country and bring the country to the point of chaos, and then they were able to target and specifically influence key elections across the country. They openly claim credit for swinging the election in six key states for Biden.
0: Now, have you ever heard of these organizations? Perhaps, but most Americans will not have heard about them. Liberation Road is the covert operation behind Black Lives Matter. And Black Lives Matter is embedded with the Democratic Party. Now you can click that link that I've provided that goes to Democrats.org to read about the Black Lives Matter organizing resources there. But in their first paragraph they say, as Democrats, and this is on their page that's dedicated to Black Lives Matter, It says, as Democrats, we are committed to fighting back against racial injustice and police brutality and so forth. They are embedded with Black Lives Matter. Democrats and and Liberation Road and Black Lives Matter are the same people.
2: Well, if you look at, if you go through the publications of groups like Freedom Road, Socialist Organization and Liberation Road, they openly talk of their ties to China. It's there. They, they, they have big posters of Mao. They, they quote communist China. They send delegations to China. They talk about their support for China. But this is, the general public doesn't see this. They, um, but the evidence I'm talking about is is monitoring. If you monitor, monitor their communications, their Zoom networks, their Zoom conferences, their internal publications, which I have some access to there you will find much more evidence of open communication with the Chinese consulate for instance in San Francisco openly working with the Chinese uh, officials in in New York, the Boston communists work with the New York communists on that so the evidence is there if you dig for it, they are much more open than you think they might be it's really a matter of um, connecting the dots, but because there is no media scrutiny on these communist groups, and the FBI hasn't even gone after them for, for years, they are a lot more open than maybe it's wise for them to be. You read their publications, they talk about organising the riots, they admit they organize the riots... They take credit for organising the riots. They openly talk about how China is leading the world in dealing with the COVID. They openly propagandise for increased shutdowns in this country. They use their, 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 their power in the unions to keep teachers away from schools, to shut down businesses who try to open. And then if you look at the same people involved in the key voter registration organizations in this country and then you monitor their communications where they boast about flipping this state, they boast about the eight million phone calls they made in this state or the or the million doors they knocked in this state and how we flipped Pennsylvania and how we flip Michigan and how we flipped Wisconsin. They say it. All you have to do is connect what they're doing to communist China. So you just go to the places where they talk about their links with China, and then you connect the dots. They they want communism, and and some of them believe in the old style communism of the Soviet bloc. Some of them it's more the the, the Chinese style communism. But they all want some variation of of the communist parties. Completely controlling the United States of America, where everything is under their control, where their opposition is completely suppressed, where people are in re education camps or death camps if the re education camps don't work. They want exactly what the communists that took over Cuba want, the communists that took over China want, every dictatorship around the world, where they came after their enemies they imprisoned their enemies they killed their enemies and they tried to try to build a new society out of the ashes that's what they want they have never given up that dream so these groups that were behind black lives matter that is their goal if you look at their website they talk about abolishing the family they talk about a, a new society they talk about socialism you know their ideal world is where there are no families the only family is the state, where we all live in this collective, whole, there are no real individuals, all wealth is centrally controlled, and and you, you are just a cog in the machine. It's the beehive society of Plato. You know, you've got the ruling class, the soldier class, and everybody else are drones.
0: Under the CCP... Americans could be facing re-education camps. Now, if Americans resist, the death camps will open. Do you remember all the guillotines, body bags, and the building of the FEMA camps during the Obama administration? Well, guess what? Obama could only serve as president for two terms and he was counting on Clinton winning in 2016 to continue his communist agenda. He and Hillary Clinton were not expecting a Trump win. This election though is the Obama, Biden, and now the Obama Harris's big push to turn America over to China before a civil war can break out. And if you think I'm just whistling, Clinton was backed by John Bachtel, national chairman of the Communist Party USA in 2016. Does that tell you what direction she was going to take this country? And now, already in the news... Biden is backing off of some of his earlier statements. He had earlier said he would undo Trump's China tariffs. Well, this week he announced that he won't immediately undo Trump's tariffs on China. Why? Because if he moves ahead too quickly, turning the country over to China, there will be civil war and a civil war will detract from the peaceful takeover the Chinese communist people hope to achieve. A civil war would prevent the smooth transition from a fossil-based economy to the Green New Deal and would prevent the White House from making people remain imprisoned in their homes until 2025 when the great resetters hope to have everything in place to make the global government a Chinese communist one. With people in the streets fighting their own U.S. government and trying to avoid being taken to FEMA camps, it will be difficult To pull off the smooth transition that COVID was supposed to bring about. However, uh, on MSN.com it says former U.S. Secretary of State Henry Kissinger said the incoming Biden administration should move quickly to restore lines of communication with China that frayed during the Trump years or risk a crisis that could escalate into military conflict. So Biden will have to choose between not alarming the American public too soon or ticking off the CCP for the help they've given him to accomplish the Democratic coup of the White House.
2: Already you have Black Lives Matter trying to tell President Biden who he should put in his cabinet. So you have this is nothing to uh, see in the free society you're governed by laws laws that are agreed to laws that protect your rights laws that govern how you go about your business and really the only laws are there to protect you uh, to stop you from hurting someone else that's 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 it in a socialist society all law is there to protect the state and if the state wants to change those laws at a whim the state can do that because the state is the ultimate law. So you've got a system now where, where Biden is already talking about um, getting rid of your immigration law. He's talking about legalising 11, 12, 20 million illegal immigrants. Why? Because he knows they're going to vote majority Democrat. He's talking about enacting this massive Green New Deal where everything will be owned by the state where every worker will be forced into a union where your whole economy will be reoriented where, where fossil fuels will be a thing of the past meaning the end of air travel meaning, meaning the end of any prosperity in this country so you're seeing already shaping a situation where totalitarians are going to be given complete control over every aspect of your life. It's right there in front of us. Socialized healthcare where the government controls every aspect of your health care from birth to death. Now you might think that sounds great. But what if the government doesn't like you? What if you don't like the government? What if you write some letters criticizing the government or try and organise a rally and then your little daughter gets sick with leukemia? what if the government decides well you don't really deserve to have your daughter treated by the state because you're an enemy of the state that is the kind of thing that is looming on our horizon right now and if people think that's just a little bit of an exaggeration go and live in Cuba for a little while go and live in North Korea because what they're experiencing in those countries now is what is headed this way if things go wrong in this country look, this if America should go down and fall into socialism we will go into a downward spiral that will end I don't know where because there will be nowhere to run to there will be no, no way to share good ideas there will be complete control of ideas and the media by every, every government in the world they will all be following the same collectivist philosophy to some degree or another And as that ruins their economies, and people get impoverished, they'll get angry. And to suppress that anger, there'll have to be deeper totalitarianism. There'll have to be deeper control by the state. And that will lead to even more poverty, and more anger. And that will lead to even more repression. And to the point, there is no wealth. And to the point where everything just collapses. But you imagine the human misery that we will go through to get to that point imagine the death and destruction and it's all completely unnecessary if Joe Biden wins Black Lives Matter will be the police force Black Lives Matter is already telling Joe Biden who he can put in his cabinet and who who he can't
0: Please take the time to listen to Loudon's further explanation of the dangerous place America is in now because of Joe Biden. The Free Beacon revealed this week that the Washington, D.C. consulting firm co-founded by President-elect, I hate that, Joe Biden's Secretary of State nominee, Antony Blinken, has removed from its website details of its China-related business as the firm's work has drawn scrutiny following Biden's election victory, which is not a victory, As recently as late July, West Exec Advisors touted its work helping major American universities court donations in China without jeopardizing Pentagon-funded research grants. You know, they want to keep the money. They just don't want you to know where the money is going. An archived version of the WestExec site states that U.S. research universities were among the company's clients and that the consultancy worked with schools to remain a trusted partner for DOD-sponsored research grants while expanding foreign research collaboration, accepting foreign donations, and welcoming foreign students in key STEM programs. The company deleted references to such work from its website between July 26th and August 2nd, weeks before Biden accepted his nomination at the Democratic National Convention in late August. In other words, they had confidence in the CCP's ability to pull off the election coup by then. The consultancy's work is under the microscope because Biden has tapped or is considering tapping several of its principals and advisors who have thus far refused to disclose their clients or elaborate on the precise nature of their work. Hmm. A spokeswoman for WestExec told the Washington Free Beacon that the firm previously offered a service targeted to U.S. research universities to help them avoid inadvertently becoming involved with the Chinese government. She said the company no longer offers the service, but declined to elaborate on why that decision was made. I wonder why. While the left is declaring Biden's cabinet picks as the most diverse in America's history, the truth is that his picks will follow the CCP's edicts to change America into what China is. I earlier mentioned re-education camps and deaf camps. Well, here is a testimony from Hui Kyung Lu telling Haaretz about her own ordeal as a Chinese citizen in a video call from her home in Europe. Lu was arrested at her Beijing home in 2001 when she was 29 years old and taken for re-education through labor as part of the Chinese government's battle with Falun Gong, the spiritual movement that has been persecuted by the authorities since the late 1990s. You know, the Chinese don't want any form of religion or spirituality. The interrogation started at 9 p.m. and ended around noon the next day. The five officers didn't tell me, but there was a sixth man "'and he beat me and threatened me. "'I'll remove your organs,' he says, "'and burn what's left of your body.' Lou was in the camp for about 18 months and was imprisoned again between 2005 and 2007 she says that during her first imprisonment she was taken to a hospital for tests I told a doctor I have a heart problem but she said my heart is fine I asked if they're planning to take it away from me and the doctor said that will be decided by someone at a higher level Lu decided to go on a hunger strike. Eight days later, she weighed just 88 pounds, and the doctors decided that her organs were no longer viable. Now, Hui Kyung Lu now lives in Europe, but if the U.S. falls to China, Europe won't be far behind, and no one will have a place to hide from the CCP. According to Ethan Gutman, author of the book The Slaughter, mass killings, organ harvesting and China's secret solution to its dissident problem executions and organ harvesting are not sporadic or local he says this is a danger for America folks China's transplant volume is 60,000 to 100,000 transplants per year Beijing has no intention of dismantling its vast transplant infrastructure. Over 15 million people have been blood tested, compatible with tissue matching. Over 1 million are in camps. So, yes, the CCP has created a policy of ethnic cleansing, a potentially very profitable one, this American scholar asserts. And who does the CCP target for ethnic cleansing? Religious people like Buddhists and the Falun Gong Christians and even Muslims even though China and Iran a Shiite Muslim country uh, are now in a new economic and military treaty. And COVID provides an added benefit to the CCP in that it kills the old and sick but allows for genetic testing and blood-matching databases of the young and healthy through those PCR tests. Oh yes, friends, those COVID tests they've been using are not COVID tests at all. They are DNA collectors. According to genome.gov, a U.S. American government website, PCR tests are sometimes called molecular photocopying Hmm. the polymerase chain reaction PCR is a fast and inexpensive technique used to amplify, copy small segments of DNA. Because significant amounts of a sample of DNA are necessary for molecular and genetic analyses, studies of isolated pieces of DNA are nearly impossible without PCR amplification. Often heralded as one of the most important scientific advances in molecular biology, PCR revolutionized the study of DNA to such an extent that its creator, Kerry B. Mullis, was awarded the Nobel Prize for Chemistry in 1993. And because PCR tests are not COVID tests, you know, it only pretends to be, testers must amplify the viral RNA on the swab by 30 times before they can get a positive result and Dr. Mercola reports that virtually no one who is asymptomatic has the live virus. Of course live virus is a um, oxymoron because all viruses are dead things but that's for another time according to Michael Yeadon PhD a former vice president and chief scientific advisor of the drug company Pfizer very few people will need the COVID-19 vaccine because the mortality rate is so low and the illness is clearly not causing excess deaths yet Everyone will be required to get vaccinated if you want to live, let alone buy food and medicine or sell your stuff to get money because you have no job. Newsweek published this article on November 30th, 2020. It says, We need to further harmonize policies and standards and establish fast tracks to facilitate the orderly flow of personnel, said Chinese ruler Xi Jinping to the virtual G20 leaders summit on November 21st. China has proposed a global mechanism on the mutual recognition of health certificates based on nucleic acid test results in the form of internationally accepted QR codes we hope more countries will join this mechanism he said No, this is not a benign proposal to facilitate international travel and trade. On the contrary, this is almost certainly another Chinese initiative to enlarge its collection of the DNA of the world's population. And why does China want to get such sensitive data? Beijing is determined to dominate the biotech industry. Beijing may also be developing biological weapons designed to target certain ethnic groups. In any event, the Chinese Communist Party's relentless efforts to collect health data should be alarming the rest of the world. China's state media claim the country already has the world's largest database of genetic material, 80 million profiles, but Beijing wants more, according to Newsweek. Joe Biden and his administration are setting themselves up as oligarchs with totalitarian authority. And I will leave it up to you to decide if the Biden-Harris administration may include themselves in China's use of harvested organs. And I also want to mention that one of the Loudoun interviews posted as a podcast on Beast Watch News lays out Kamala Harris's very deep ties to the CCP. I think it's in interview number two. But Biden and others who are with him, their treachery against the United States may backfire on them. Why? Well, China kills traitors, even traitors that help them win wars. And now just a little bit more on COVID. The totalitarian oligarchs are locking down travel now, I'm sure you're aware. The Rockefeller Foundation is one of the three entities behind the new Common Pass Health Passport, Dr. Mercola expre- explains that Common Pass is a digital health passport framework initiated by the Commons Project and that forced vaccination is part and parcel of the plan to reset the global economic system forever altering life as we know it now global vaccine passports are being introduced and it's only a matter of time before vaccination status will will be a prerequisite for travel. Well, Israel is also introducing its own version of Common Pass called Green Pass. Folks, the mark of the beast is coming fast, and it will lock you down by imprisoning you in your home until you no longer have one, or it will put you in a re-education or death camp. Now, another of Dr. Mercola's Articles reveals what to expect if you refuse the vaccination. And it's a long article, but worth reading. I want to move on to something that Robert F. Kennedy posted in his article on Tap Newswire titled, Robert F. Kennedy Jr., New COVID Vaccine Should Be Avoided at All Cost. That says the following in this article about the damage of the COVID vaccine, what that damage will do to you. He writes, after an unprecedented mRNA vaccine, you will no longer be able to treat the vaccine symptoms in a complementary way they will have to live with the consequences because they can no longer be cured simply by removing toxins from the human body just as a person with a genetic defect like Down syndrome, Klinefelter syndrome, Turner syndrome, genetic cardiac arrest hemophilia, cystic fibrosis, Rett syndrome etc. because the genetic defect is forever He says, This means clearly, if a vaccination symptom develops after an mRNA vaccination, neither I nor any other therapist can help you, because the damage caused by the vaccination will be genetically irreversible. He says... In my opinion, these new vaccines represent a crime against humanity that has never been committed in such a big way in history. Well, that crime is called Mark of the Beast. But anyway, as Dr. Wolfgang Wodarg, an experienced doctor, said, in fact, this promising vaccine for the vast majority of people should be forbidden because it is genetic manipulation the vaccine developed and endorsed by Anthony Fauci and funded by Bill Gates uses experimental mRNA technology three of the 15 human guinea pigs that's 20% experienced a serious adverse event but of course they don't tell you what that serious adverse event was Listen, no amount of travel under Common Pass or Green Pass will be worth this because it will make you unrecognizable as a human the way Nephilim in the days of Noah were not human and therefore were unredeemable Nephilim were half human half demon and that is how Yahweh will regard those who take an mRNA vaccine now I prayed to ask Yeshua how you should be encouraged this week he told me to look up the word sustain in Esord. Here is where he led me Psalms fifty five twenty two. Cast your burden upon Yahweh and he shall sustain you. He shall never suffer the righteous to be moved. But you, O oh God, shall bring them down into the pit of destruction, the evil people, that is. Bloody and deceitful men shall not live out half their days, but I will trust in you. That's it for this Beastwatch News update. This is Kimberly Rogers Brown signing off. Click over to BeastWatchNews.com for full comprehensive coverage of all the headlines fulfilling end of day's Bible prophecy.